Hey everyone, this is Alaska. Uh, thank you for listening and your continued support of the Call Out Culture podcast. Uh, today we are going to be doing uh, the continuation of our summer countdown episode and as a special treat, we have an exclusive new song from the Call Out Culture crew, myself, Zilla Rocca, and Curly Castro. Uh, we made our own summer banger. So I hope you all enjoy it. It will be played at the end of the episode, and there will be a download link in the um, information or whatever it is for the podcast, you know, the little write-up thing that people do to make themselves seem important, liner notes and shit. So I hope you enjoy, download, share, the whole shit. All right, peace. Welcome to Call Out Culture with your hosts, Alaska Kelly Castro and Zilla Rocker. This week's episode, the continuation of our Summer Jam countdown, songs five through one. And we're back. Part two. Where did we go? Oh, yeah. Summertime barbecue jaunt. Numbers five through one. Welcome to the Call Out Culture Summer. I'm Alaska. I'm here with my friends, amigos, compadres, compatriots, colleagues, Codies, Codies, Zillaraca, <laughs> and Curly Castro. Say hi, gentlemen. I want to be re- referred to as an ingenue. Yeah. yeah, with the, um, like in um, The Prestige, like that. I'm his ingenue. I've only seen that once. Is that? Oh, is that worth watching again? What? The movie's awesome. We got Nicolette. We got Tesla in there. Being played by um Sting. Come on, man. Yo, you know you know there's two classic movies for all of our listeners available on Amazon Prime right now. Number Hit one, em. this was a movie when I used to work at Coconuts that you couldn't get unless you ordered on VHS and it would cost crazy money to get. Monster Squad. Monster I remember Squad. That. You don't remember Monster Squad? Come on, Fred Savage. No, no, no. That, that that was Little Monsters. Monster Squad Isn't is basically like what if, an ingenue is. What? It's an innocent or unsophisticated young woman. So, I mean, if you guys want to be ingenues, then go no, for it. not ingenues. Ingenieur, engineer. It's engineer. They just pronounce it differently. Look up the prestige oh. and see. Um, which I'm gonna call his character? No, homeboy's character, Michael Caine. He's the Monster Squad. I recommend this as a good summer movie on Prime. It's basically the, the Goonies. The Goonies meets like, like a horror movie. So it's about a bunch of kids in the '80s that that their town all of a sudden, Dracula shows up, the Mummy, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, Time Bandits. No, Monster Squad. Where the friggin' have you been? Where did you grow up? This came out in '87. When they got in that little time machine and the little bubble thing and flew off. No. Nat, last you remember that one, right? What time bandits? Yeah, yeah. The kids made the um, not the one with the dwarves. The one where they made the time machine, though. Is that the same yeah. one? Oh, okay. Uh that's. I don't know. No, what... I think you're thinking. Of so... Am I thinking, I think of, something you're thinking of something else? Yeah. All right. It had um, who was in that shit? Your boy uh, Sean Astin was in it. Yeah. Sean Astin, my man, Lucas. Anyway, and Flight of the Navigator. That's a movie. Flight. Of, yeah, that's that's ill. This this is this is a different lane, but this is basically Goonies, where there's like one kid that gets picked on, one kid who's cool, 
they all have bikes. They live in the town. No one believes them at first. And they all, all got bikes. Wait, why do we know how many bikes was in these? You always got bikes. bikes, man. You got a bike. You, the bike. you got to ride off. That was it in the that 80s. Was a... That's it. <laughs> but the bike was the, the only cinema. All right. And in the other movie, Slingshots. 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 Was, yeah, you needed that. I was dying for a slingshot in the 80s. The other movie on Prime I recommend, it's a little Tom Hanks film called The Burbs. With Corey the one Feldman. where they rebuild the house? Yeah, the one where like the creepo weirdo people live next door and they're watching them, and there's like they're like there's bodies in their basement, and Tom and Carrie Fisher's in it. She plays Tom Hanks' wife. I'm thinking of the Money Pit. That's the Money Pit. You never seen the Burbs? Did yeah, I, I see the Burbs? Classic. What? Is it like Stepford Wives or something? No, it's about Tom Hanks is like this suburb dad who who takes what? off from work for a week in the summer. Yeah. And instead of like going to play golf and go to beach, he's like obsessed with these weird, creepy, like Eastern European neighbors that move in. Isn't it Dan Aykroyd his neighbor? Nah, 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 nah. Like Bruce Dern. Um, this other dude plays his best friend. You've seen him in Mad Movies. I forget his name. Like Corey I probably in it. saw it. Maybe I didn't know what it was called. I probably saw it though. It was like that era of Tom Hanks. Nah, you were seeing Burbs. I was watching the nah, movie. That's Burr, Tom Hanks. After a splash. splash. Yeah, I love Splash. This is like during like the Joe versus Volcano era, Tom Hanks, before he was like a mega, mannequin? mega Tom. No, he wasn't a mannequin. That was a Andrew, uh, fuck's his name. Yeah, he could never be confused for that. What's his name, Garfield? Andrew, no, no, he wasn't alive yet, Andrew Garfield. No, this guy had the curly, had the curly, um, yeah, he's white somebody's brother. He's, he's somebody's brother. He's somebody famous. Lasko, who's in mannequin? Clint Howard? No, 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 no. 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 Well, I'm sorry. What movie are we he talking about? Now? I got lost. He was mannequin. Mannequin. The the dude from Weekend oh, um, Jonathan, Jonathan Silver. Silverman. And no, no. Oh, Andrew, Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy. Oh. He had the he had the curly hair fro. He was like going to be the other Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, the Tom Selleck. Zilla, the I mean Castro. The movie you were talking about yep. before was Explorers, right? The Explorers. Yeah. Yeah, where they built Ethan their own Hulk? like um I never seen Yeah, that so anymore. Z they built their own like spaceship and it sucked them up into space or something like that. I'm like, in these kids. I'm in on that. Yeah, and it was like a circular thing. That's that's that one, right? Yeah, that's that one. What are we feeling about the uh what are we feeling about the last Starfighter? The last oh, Starfighter? Starfighter. Yeah. With the alien that, that died for him? The the, the um Lou no, Gossett Jr. No, that's a, that's a enemy mine. I think with Lou Gossett Jr. Last Starfighter was about a kid that was like, he was like a trailer park kid that got really good at this video game, and it was like a Space Invaders type of video game. And it turns out like an alien race, basically like put the game on Earth so they could train somebody to beat like the. Oh the, yeah, oh, and, he, and the guy trains him. Yeah, it's kind of it's fate. Yeah. It's like Battlestar Galactica original, like time. It's like those type of space joints. Yeah. Mm. Oh, those are dope. Those are dope. Oh well, wait, what uh, was the um, what was the show where it was like the spinning intro? It wasn't Battlestar Galactica, and it was a guy traveling back in time, but it was space. Oh, Buck Rogers. Oh, what am I talking? About? No, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. No, Buck Rogers. You you remember the beginning of Buck Rogers last? Where it was like dun dun. And it was like spinning. He like got shot back in time, but it was in the future. Oh, it's Buck Rogers. Or shot forward in time. I think it was Buck Rogers. Yo, shout to our remaining two listeners that are still listening to this episode. Everyone else is just, everyone is unsubscribed. Do you remember there was like a, there was a time travel show fucking in the 80s, Voyager. Do you remember that shit? No. I don't know. Was it a team? 
was a team of people. It was a teen and like an older dude, and they like teamed up and they went back in time to like save, like fix history. It was like pre quantum leap. I, if I saw it, I probably remember it. I was all, you know, had, I was like, all in every time. The kid in it that was in the Ronnie James Dio fucking uh, in a Ronnie James Dio video. You sound Yo, low, you know, just, Yeah, you sound oh, low. Sorry, how about now? Better? There you go. There you yeah, go. Well, much better. Thank you. Put the, put your mouth in front of the glass in the microphone. Yeah. There you go. Um, r- real quick, before last thing before we get started, I, it just popped up on a screen. One of the people that wrote the movie The Monster Squad was Shane Black. Wow. Damn, he's been getting it since 87. Getting that movie money, yo. A print checks. Print checks. <laughs> yeah, so anybody wants to watch something cool this summer, Monster Squad and the Burbs. Highly recommend it. Some good action, fun horror movies from the 80s that you can watch with your kids. Not very scary. Yeah, you guys been watching Jessica Jones? Um, I always root for my girl, but I only watch one episode and it pissed me off. So I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm already pissed off. After episode yeah, it one. took a couple for me to get into it, but I got into it. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, she gets shot in the first episode. I love, I love the books, and I love her, but she gets stabbed. She got stabbed. She oh. gets stabbed. She gets stabbed. Okay. You know, she can get stabbed. She gets stabbed. Every season of Jessica Jones, I get about seven, eight episodes in, and I'm like, eh. last, is there like some new antagonist, like pushing it to some brink or some shit? That's yeah, it actually gets kind of dope. There's like a nice twist in it and shit, but um. It's just like all the Marvel shows. They could. It's thirteen episodes. It should be seven. It's thirteen again. That are like. No, it should be ten. Don't we learn? No, we only learn about six. Ten. Ten was fine. Ten Daredevil was fine. Daredevil first one did ten, and that was a good. You know what they need to do? They just need to not give them a predetermined number of shows. Right. Just be like, tell your story. If it's six, if it's twenty-five, just tell your story. Okay. Don't okay. Fill the space with like nobody gives a shit about the lawyer. I like Hogarth. I know she do, yeah, but you don't I know, want the whole season. You don't want a third of the season to be about her. To be a Hogarth, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. She is getting like major time because she's Carrie Ann Moss. So it's kind of like uh, self fulfilling right. prophecy. She's like she's one of the illest actors actresses on the show, but she just is a lawyer, and, and they don't put in the main through line because they can't make everything about law. I think. If they spilled into a little bit more courtroom, like snuck in some, you know, law and order scenes that we just know they're going to be there because it's Daredevil or whatever, then I think Hogarth and even, um, you know, Foggy and all them make a little more sense. But because the law is kept by arm's length, then you're like, why are we at Hogarth's apartment? Oh, because she has lesbian, um, you know, sex triangles. I don't know. It's just whatever. All right. Shit. All right. Well, here we go. From that to this, lesbian sex triangles. To summer jams. As we said, we are counting down numbers five through one on our all-time summer jams. Um, I guess we might as well keep the same order going. So who went first last time? Was it? Uh... I think Castro went first. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Before I was washing clothes, turn that shit off. All right, here we go. My number five, summer Jimmy jams, block party bonanzas. I couldn't pick one, so I broke the rules, so I just had to. Come because on. This, I don't care, because this was on, the, it was on the same record. So it was on Still Standing by Goody Mob. And the first part of my number five is Beautiful Skin. Shout it. You did fine, but the bottom line is you still my sister. Well, I say you're my beginning, my end. You're my sister. 
And the second part of my number five is they don't dance no more. They don't dance no more. Now, let me tell y'all about these songs. Here, all right, this is, this is garbage. This is garbage. This move by you. Let me tell you. Let, let, me, tell you, let me tell you about Goody Mob. It's some real Bush League shit, dude. It's not Bush League. It's not Bush League. This it's is like this Goody Mob, man. It's having a top ten no. and another no. fifteen on honorable mention, and then asking for three more wishes. No, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Nate Robinson got 10 chances against Andre Iguodala, and he won the dunk contest. That was one of his three. So and listen, no one remembers except you. Oh, everybody remembers. Everybody remembers. He's a three-time dunk contest winner. So Beautiful Skin is just so harmonically pleasing. It seems that when you turn it on, the sun comes out, even if it's at night. And um, just another homage to, you know, beautiful black women out there everywhere and their epidermis and things of that nature. So I had to pick that. And then they don't dance no more. Come on, man. First of all, it, it flipped the summer on its head. It was like, it was like, what is this? They don't dance no more. But then they're dancing, but they're really like not dancing. And it's telling them all they do is this. And they telling the wallflowers, get off the wall, get out there and dance. Cause you know, it, um parties became posing. That was corny, whatever. They had a wacky video. This is when their visuals are really going, you know, out 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 of the frame and coloring outside. Yeah, the video is wild. That video is wild. But I think Goody Mob doesn't get the recognition it deserves. Um, and they're just as important to the South and hip-hop as, as a whole. Shout out all Goody, T-Mo, Cujo, Big Yip, and CeeLo yep. Green. You no problems with that. My number five is by Justin Timberlake. And it is Like I Love You. Let's get this out of the way. Was manufactured more shit. Um, mm-hmm. Since this album and maybe it's, uh, if the first album Justified's got bangers. It's on Neptune's and Timbaland. Second one, Future Sex Love Sounds, got bangers on it. Everything after that just like a, like a, a swift descent into like the new one's a really horrible man in the woods. Um, yeah, it was really bad. But he was smart. That was bad. But he was smart back then when he did his first solo album. Because all he did was snatch up all the Neptune's beats that they made for Michael Jackson that Michael Jackson rejected. Indeed. So, Rock Your Body is basically a Michael Jackson song made for Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. When he says, Rock Your Body. But those are obvious Jacko songs that Jackson wouldn't pick at that point. Like, he wouldn't pick a song. But he did did the Butterflies and all that shit. He did that album. Yeah. The Invincible album. And he fucked up by not doing Neptune's when they were super popping. 
So you're saying it's the equivalent of uh Jamie of uh Will Smith turning down Django and Payne. Correct. A little bit. Wait, Will, Will Smith was supposed to be in Django? He's supposed to be Django, yeah. And then he decided to do that stupid uh space movie with his son. Oh he did. Oh yeah. he did uh, After oh. Earth or something was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Justin Timberlake, like I love you, yo. This fucking song, the video was crazy. Pharrell and them are in it. You got the clips in the joint, and then you do the the Planet Rock breakdown at the end. And I used to do it on my cell phone. This is some super nerdy shit. Back when I used to have like my uh, Nokia cell phone, and people would call you and actually leave you voicemails. I would be like, "Yo, I'm not here right now. You know, get at me after the drums." And then I would I would have the CD playing on pause, and then I would say, "All right, hit me. You know, I'll, I'll get back to you after the drums." And I would press play, and Justin would go, drums. They go, and it was for real. I would leave you threatening messages every time if I called you. Yeah, Justin Timberlake is fucking urban music for tweens that are too scared to go to Nellyville. Nellyville. I mean, look, he had his lane. I ain't going to hate it. He had his lane. He had his lane. Yo, that album is. Smacking, he looked good. You know what I'm saying? He, he looked good. He sounded good. Um, he passed for a little bit. The wardrobe malfunction. He should have been blamed equally. Well, yeah, that was that was yeah that because you could have because my thing is you could have made that a move like you pulled and ripped like you know what I'm saying if you if you think something was weird you could have just you know just flared your hand out you know you know so it's for real. So you know well, he um, says have you naked by the end of the song and he rips her breast yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. So I don't know what that means. Um. So, I mean, you know, I like a lot of Justin stuff. Um, this song, I, I didn't remember off top, and then I played it, and I was like, okay. Ain't nobody you know. love you like I love you. Ooh, but it's, it's, you know, but I like that we pick the non-typical, because he definitely had other songs that we could have, you know, put in this summer Senator category. Rita. Yeah, but I like, I like that we pick a GOP off. congressman in, like, 20 years. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, he is. Up there no, with not. Beto? He's going to look like Beto. His wife oh, is already God. an anti-vaxxer. How far away do you think they I are mean, from Because she's like, rich, so she has to be. She's a good-looking person, so to by law, she has to no, be. No, I have my own opinion about the anti-vaxxing. We're not getting into you that know, tonight. He plays, he plays golf religiously. He's from Florida. Homeboy's like Peyton Manning. He has like that nice, he has that nice personality, but he's like Peyton Manning. You know, he, he's, he's mad low-key racist in the clubhouse. So he's a, he's a Republican. <laughs> he's, he's a Republican. He's, 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 and he's tax no, he's record, from right? Tennessee, bro. He, he ain't from Florida. The boy bands are from Florida. Yeah, whatever. It, it's all uh, Florida. It's all the same. Thing. But he's, he's gonna be—he's gonna be a Republican when it's all when it's all said and done. He'll be a Republican. No man, he's, he's down yeah. with Jay. He's down with Pharrell. Pharrell's gonna be a liberal. Yeah, Kanye was down with all them too. Yeah, yeah Kanye made a big turn. Was a whack job. I know. Man. Kanye always thought he was smart, and he was. Justin Timberlake's always been a vapid pop star. Who's—he's at least he was smart enough to be funny. The only way Justin could get out of it, he's a Green Party runner. And maybe by then, Green Party will mean something. <laughs> maybe. All right, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Right, so so I'm, I'm next, um, and I'm going with a song that I remember distinctly from, I think it was maybe summer 97, 98, and it's uh, That Thing by Lauren Hill. Sit 
Now, this song isn't my favorite Lauren Hill song by any means. But I think it's a universal Lauren Hill song that everybody knows. I fucking hate it. So it's like if you're having a barbecue with mixed company, you could throw that shit on. I hate the song. The beat is dope. The video's dope. Everybody's got a good vibe to it. It's not my favorite. If I was picking my favorite. But let me tell y'all what brought me around to this song is the bar work. Because at first yeah. it was so poppy, it was like bubblegum, like uh, like a girl. It's kind of annoying, you know. Ladies, y'all can say whatever. When they blow the, they pop their gum. It was like that, you know. It was a little cotton candyish, and then it was a little time jump with the video. But then I started listening to the bars, and I was like, oh, she's spitting on here. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a repeated phrase, you know, over and over again, which it could have, because it was, you know, swingy. It was um, would, would y'all say it was doo-woppy? You say it was doo Yeah, it was total doo yeah. I mean, that was the subtitle of the song. It was doo-wop. That yeah, okay. Indeed. 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 The only so, thing you know. I respect about this song is the breakdown where she goes, da, 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 that kind of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I respect that part because Drake flipped it for the song Draft Day. I hate that That's song. That's kind of I hate weird this that you respect it because of Drake yeah, flipped it. I hate but I, Okay. Really? You never came around to the song? No. You never I came around? Song. I can't stand this it. This song rep what to you on the and record? I love this album. I love no, I love this album. The album's amazing. She's ill. Mm-hmm. But down here in Philly, there's a radio station called Q102. And mm-hmm. since the day this album dropped to this day right now in 2019, they've played the shit out of that song. Damn. Like I can I can't escape it. I can't escape this song. I've heard it for 20 years straight. There was like four singles after this song. X Factor didn't catch on. Song for yeah, Zion didn't catch on. If I was picking the song, Every, but they didn't catch me. on like this one. But they didn't catch on like nah. this one. Like everything is everything I mean, didn't Lost catch ones on too. like Forget this. Forget about Lost Ones. She goes off. On Lost that. Ones is crazy. But the video, the um, video is the mediocre. D'Angelo joint. It's crazy. Oh, the D'Angelo joint is the shit. The D'Angelo joint's crazy. Yeah, I just remember maybe some live joint. She should have done better. She should have dropped a video for Lost Ones. It was a street single, and I think. They didn't want people to know it was about Wyclef early. That's why they didn't do a video. You, yo, you know what the low-key super fucking jam is from Lauren Hill? Is um, Sweetest Thing. Remember that joint? The remix yeah. with John Forte. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's over It's over the um, Thug's Paradise CNN beat. Burn, 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 burn. Her best burn, verse burn. Is, on, um, is on Wyclef's The Carnival. Yeah. Oh, she smashes that ear to dragon joint. She kills that shit. That Ooh. one right there. That she says, right. She there. says. She says braces on my teeth. The year crack hit the streets. Ooh. She kills that shit. That joint right there. Guantanamo is tight too. The ear to dragon. Yeah. Is, wow. Sweetest thing remix. Her and John Forte. They start rhyming at the end. John Forte goes busy on that shit. How much y'all think of Forte versus today? He's amazing. They're, they hold up, bro. Them joints. When, when I can't write, I always. I, he's one of the guys I go to, like the low key dudes who had like seven, eight moves. You think I can get? You think I can get Forte for five? No, he's got Carly Simon money. He's friends with Carly Simon and all that. Uh, so that means seven, seven and a half. Wait, you would really want John Forte on your record at this point? I would. Hmm? Shit, go get busy. Just start rhyming. He can rap his ass off. I mean, is it, I, look, Poly Side was dope. It just was marketed wrong. It was really, it's really good. It, it fit that time and everything. So, back to the grill again. All right, sorry. All right, where we up? We're up to you. Oh, number four. How many many songs are you going to pick this time? Seven? Seven songs? No, I'm going to pick one. All right. You sure? But it's an EP. The one he's picking is an EP. 
It's an EP. One song. It's Wu Tang Forever. This one too. This one. I'm glad you said Wu Tang because you're close. It's the immutable Raekwon with the grand song, The New Wu. Back from the slums to be the wolf. Blood address a lab, hit rock, hunted bags, black do rags, ski masses on G Wags. Don't try to take pictures, lack still in the grass. You'll learn respect. Just when I ask, rhyme master busy, whizzy on the subject. Love deck, thug battle, drug vest, snub sets, iller than most. Nighttime totes, gorillas in boats, three boats. Now, see, that's this not song, where I thought this was going. I know. This song hit the summer because Cuban Links had such a long rollout. Songs were dropping every month, and the album dropped the year after. But this joint, when this joint dropped, too? yes, this song came out like in May, the year before the record came out, and um, well, like right before, like the record dropped like late fall, something like that. Yeah, it was September. It came out, yeah, yeah. There it is. So I remember this took me right back to like Method Man in terms of Method Man come up with the ill ass hook or ice cream. Just when when RZA says I need a hook, I go to Meth. That's what I first thought. Then the ooh, ooh, and then just feeling purple and shit. I was like, this is crazy. Ghost actually has a decent verse on there. Like, it's crazy. It's a crazy song for the reintroduction, reintroduction of Cuban Links Part 2. And so I was bumping this all summer. Yeah. My favorite my favorite Ghostface line in this song where he says, Knee, kneeing brothers in the nuts. Damn, I'm foul. <laughs> Like he talks about kneeing dudes <laughs> in their balls. Like, like, a, like a grandma getting her purse taken. She's going to knee you in the balls. <laughs> and there's a sue in the hook. Sue, give me. Oh, I just love it. Anytime they do a sue, man, I'm, I'm singing it. So, yeah, that's my joint. New Wolf, number four. This just feels like it would be real good music to play at, like, sunset after you've been out day drinking all day. And, like, you're walking mm. home. It's just like, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. Get me amped and help me get down the block so I can fall into this bed. Yep. The urban sound. first see what I do back is... home. Now what I do is before on the walk back home, I stop at a Wawa. I get the chicken cheesesteak, the big one, with with the big lays, and then I stagger home. I eat as much as I can, just pass out. Then I wake up and eat the rest. <laughs> well, for my New York listeners, we would either cop a chopped cheese, or I'll go to the um corner one forty ninth, um up where uh Prem Rock resides, and I get me my pastrami special. They already know me up there, you know one forty ninth Broadway. On St. Nick. I don't know where you live at. Broadway. God damn it. What about the um the beef patty on cocoa bread? Woo! Stop your stop the presses. But you gotta understand most places out here, Alaska, they, they shut down. They they close a little early. Back home, you know, you can get a beef patty kind of late at night. Maybe oh, until yeah, 11, yeah. 12. And that cocoa yeah, bread soaked my, it right up. Yep. My stop on the way home was get myself a twenty-two. Of something, whatever the cheapest twenty-two I could get was, <laughs> some sort of sandwich, either turkey and cheese, or a uh, the cocoa. I mean the beef patty on the cocoa bread. There it melted is. cheese on it, of course. Classic, classic. I don't, I don't do cheese. Man, I, man, I do no cheese. That's for I'm Yankee. What I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, real quick before I do my before I do my pick, I, I got Monster Squad on the background on mute. And they show us a theme. They show a scene that happened in every 80s movie where it's like a teenager driving a van and he has like Walkman, like old school, like headphones on while he's driving. Nice. They really were pushing that back in the day. Not to um, ride with headphones on because you can't be aware. And, yeah. and they, I, I bet you they had the big red foam cover on it. 
Yep, the foam joints. Big co- yeah. big foams. Yeah. Big foams. Yeah. Big, big foams. foams. Not noise canceling whatsoever. So you could hear everything. That's what people don't realize. No, you can hear everything he, through the he, damn he, cheap he's, dri- he's driving a he's driving a van where the wolfman is in it and a dude's transformed into a wolfman. Oh, he doesn't he hear, hear a dude transform into a wolfman, break free, scream, and then bite his face off. He doesn't because he, he's listening to Walkman. With with the with the with the foam joints that are like two inches on each side. And I guarantee you it's either some crazy heavy metal or some sort of like big drum rap shit. I thought it was <laughs> big drum rap. Jenny's got a gun. That's what I thought you hear. Like Janie? When it falls I off think it's Jenny's got a gun. It's Janie. Janie's got a gun. I think I've only heard the hook. I don't think I've ever heard the song. To be honest. What would her daddy do? Or maybe he's um, listening to Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Jack. Jeremy, that sounds creepy as hell to me, yo. Still to this day, Jeremy. Shit out. <laughs> Jeremy. Um, all right, my number four song. Listen, this could easily be number one. Uh, the more I stare at the screen on my list, this could easily be number one. Um, it could be number one. Um, actually, I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna switch three and four. Actually, my number four song. I'm always editing. Yeah, my, I'm an editor, man. I'm an editor, man. Number four song. Is Aaliyah try again? What would you do to get to me? What would you say to have your way? Would you give up or try again? If I hesitate to let you in, now would you be yourself or play your role? Tell all the boys I'll keep it low. If I say no, would you turn away or play me off or would you stay up? But anyway, so Aaliyah, try again. This was the era when, um, when remember when you were like, you would like make that, that shift in your life when you're like, yo, I don't like no more that radio fucking mainstream shit. I like that fucking raw, weird, grimy, whatever, whatever shit. But that, wasn't this the lead song on the Romeo Must Die and stuff? Yes. Okay. And she, I was always like mesmerized by Aaliyah because she was like mysterious. She had to, you know, her hair was over her face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she, she never like belted and, and screamed and sang. She right. was like always very understated. And honestly, this is hilarious Again, to, bring, to bring back to homie Drake. He stole his whole vocal style from her. Like he emulates Aaliyah when he sings. And he said that because she's like very understated. So um but anyway so try again was like i was you know you know i don't like the radio i don't like that mainstream shit but when i heard this fucking song that beat i was like i remember like only hearing it on the radio or seeing the video and it would be over on the radio or something and i'd be like it needs to come back on again immediately like i need to hear that song like like the shakers for some reason and what was that? <laughs> what is that sound? What'd you do? That bass line. I don't know what the hell that is. Like, like that shit. There's so many, there's so many sounds. So like if, many if sounds. You bring, if you bring, but here's the thing. All the sounds are mad simple. Like the melody is very simple. Indeed. The percussion is simple. It's the layering. It's the weaving together that you have to know what's going to work. You, now, I, bet, I bet you there's 12 sounds they took out. I'll take that out. That's not. Take Probably. That out. You know. You know. And did Missy Missy worked on this as well, right? This is Missy and Timbaland. I don't know. I don't know if she. I don't know. Uh, it, it might just be Timbaland and Missy, but I mean, that's Timbaland and Aaliyah. But Aaliyah, most of Aaliyah's stuff was Timbaland and Missy. 
because I remember she wrote like four page letter, one in a million, all that shit. Which but but Macy awesome would also songs. produce on the joint too. Timbaland would just take the main producer thing. No, Tim, no Timbaland, no Timbaland was like playing all drum. Like Mel, Missy might have had the melody, but Timbaland was nah, like laying dude. that shit down. Missy did a lot of production. If you listen to that, if you listen to that player record, yo, Missy produces, dog. She no, but I'm talking about. I'm no, no. Listen, I'm talking about the swing. I'm like the the what Timbaland was doing. He was so next level back then, and that was like his signature thing of like the stuttering drums. Like you know, I agree, jiggle, but when it came shit. to Aaliyah, that was the three of them. Like literally, mm-hmm. like not just not just yeah, not just her coming up with melody. She was in there producing. Yeah, Missy's a straight up goat candidate. I just can't, I just can't fathom her like on the drum pads. That's all I'm saying. I can't fathom anybody but him doing the drum. Pads. Think, think, think about how well. And I know this is a re, this is a jump, but like how Georgia and Mojo produced it. Like that's that's messy. I I can't. I don't I don't know enough of her music to make a determination. I, I mean, I oh I put you Jay, You know, Georgia and Georgia Mojo, and Mojo. I, I don't know enough oh, of okay. her shit. Yeah, she produced two of my records, and she just. Just watch her sit at the fucking beat machine and the keyboard with a baby on her lap. She just goes off, and it's very impressive. And I, I know that's like a, you know, I know that's a derivative of like how Missy is. Yeah, Missy is a beast in the studio, man. She ain't just humming in harmonies, no. She's in there clicking, twisting knobs straight up. Yeah, well, that song, man, shit, Romeo Must Die soundtrack. It's I remember even like RJD too. In like an interview once I read after like Dead Ringer came out where he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like nobody's made it made it be better than that. Like all this under all this underground shit is cool, but like if you can make some shit like that, we're all garbage because we can never even do that. I always remember I like, the baby yeah, you're, sound. You're right. I always remember the clicks and the baby sound. I know, I know, I know, but that shit was crazy. That ah, ah, dum, 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 dum. that's insane. That's crazy. That has to be an accident. That has to be an accident. That can't be like, well, let's try to sound out. That's that's my no, whole because point. there there was an article at like Red Bull last year about the history of that sound being used. Wow, it's like it's like a it's like a library sound. Wow, pulled. Isn't that crazy? Someone did, someone tracked that person down and found the guy who like recorded the baby sound. Rest in peace, Red Bull Music Academy. They pulled a pull. I know, man. RBMA, them joints is. They were giving out jewels. It's still there. So check it, but check it now. Listen, it's before the archive disappears because you know they'll snatch it. Because you know they can definitely make some money off of it. All right, what's up next? Who's next? All right, I got my number four, and uh, this is another one of my non-hip hop songs, and this is uh, "Waiting on a Friend" by the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones fan. I know there are people that are like diehards, but the Rolling Stones songs that bang fucking bang harder than anybody's songs. Fuck yeah, bro. Like, and this song to me, it like, it just 
it's mostly based on the video. I mean, the song's dope as fuck. Like, the way the intro comes in, it's like... Sorry, that wasn't a creative version of it, but... um, It just is like... The video was like them just chilling on a stoop, fucking hanging out in the neighborhood, just waiting for their boy to come through. I think it was like Mick Jagger waiting on Keith Richards to show up. Nice. Him just sitting on like a front stoop, people coming by and talking with him. And it was like... Growing up, I was like, that's what summer is. That's what summer in the city is. That's what I want to mm. do when I grow up. And it's like, it's ever since then, it's been like imprinted in my brain. And then they used it real fresh in the Basquiat movie, too. When uh, Basquiat and Benicio Del Toro's character were like walking around in the city. Basquiat, when, um, um, when um, Homeboy played him, when... Um... Jeffrey Wright? Jeffrey Wright. So Jeffrey Wright and Benicio Del Toro just like just in the city. like him. Like, I mean, if anybody knew what Basquiat really looked like, I think it, even to the point where people confuse his portrayal of Basquiat is how Basquiat actually looked, you know. But um, Andy Warhol was a fraud. Sorry. I mentioned this um in another podcast, but there was this uh, Ramel Z exhibit, speaking of Red Bull Music Academy. Woo! The Red Bull Ramel. Academy, and they had a Ramel Z exhibit. And every Thursday, they had like an event where that was curated by um Chairman Mao from uh, – was he was he's from Ego Trip, right? Yeah. And then Red Bull. Yeah. So he 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 curated it and one of them was this dude that was like down with Ram L Z and he was a photographer. And he was brought in by like Vogue or Cosmopolitan or one of those magazines. So he was brought in to, to do a shoot of like the downtown scene, like the art scene, the hip hop scene. And he was like down with Ram L Z, he was down with Basquiat and he shot the shit and it, it never came out. So he had like 200 photos that were given to vote. Damn. And they gave them back to him like a year ago. Nobody wow. had ever seen these photos. And it was the first time he ever showed them. And it was like basically like Basquiat and Rommel Z fucking kicking. Wow. Like the first night oh, in Rommel Z's wow. new studio, like smoking joints, drinking 40s. Was Rommel a little normalized or did he have like a Lego mask on his face? Like, no, he, he just had he... like, he kind of looked like he did in Star Wars. Like he had like ski goggles on his head okay just, and like a, little, a just a little quirk a little quirk a little yeah quirk. just a little yeah. quirk but nothing crazy and it was just like them kicking it in like different clubs downtown different clubs up in the bronx it was so dope and yeah that's it <laughs> Love it. we actually um listeners we actually have a song we have a song called ram lz um we actually have two songs we have one ram lz it's on restoring the bills go to wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com and then we have another song called Ram LZ coming out on the Call Out Culture CD. Ram LZ is the equation. Mm. Yes, that's what that one is called. Ram LZ is the equation. And we have Ram LZ that features Dewey Sanders of design fame. Zilla. Saunders. Saunders. And who else is on the damn song? Who else on it? Uh, Dave Little, mm-hmm. uh, Hoslow, and is Prem on there? I thought Alaska's on there. No, Alaska. No, I wasn't on that one. We didn't fuck with Alaska yet. We were like, yo, we were like, yo, fuck that dude from Hangar 18. He's a real bitch. Wait, I was on that record. Yeah, he was on it. Yeah, but not that song. He's on Restoring Deep Bill. You're on Restoring Deep Bill. Yeah, you're on that. Before that, we we definitely didn't fuck with you. We were like, yo, I don't like that dude. Period. Yeah, he was a dick. Yeah, even though we had you on the record, it was still a test run. But everybody, go check that out. Ram Z, and we got the Ram Z is the equation coming soon.
Yeah, dude, go down the Ramel Z rabbit hole. It's fucking hella fresh. Here it is Zilla Rocker, one third of the Call Out Culture podcast. Member of Wrecking Crew, Career Crooks, and all that. Check it. I got a couple things I want you to go check out right now. My new album, 96 Mentality, is available on CD and tape and digi, plus t shirts, dad hats, trucker hats, baby sneakers, and all that. People at $3pistol.com. You could also check my last couple projects, Hard Boiled EP and future former rapper album via POW recordings, all available at 3 pistolcom Go check them. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support, guys. Peace. All right. My number three is my usual curveball in these proceedings. And now, of course, I was such a hip-hop fanatic leading up to this point. But then when I heard this song, I was like, hip-hop is God. Straight up. And this song is Planet Asia's Place of Birth. Planet Asia got the key to his room. 200 sheets complete. I keep the street just to eat. Crushing fools when I bust over beats. On some independent, unsigned shit. Mine, untwined shit. Fuck your head up with just one rhyme with. A little bit of the restricted. You just been inflicted with. Imperial hip-hop shit that I was gifted with. I don't want no ice cream. Loving is too cold for me. All in order like it's supposed to be. I only came to MC. You couldn't take nothing from me. Third off. Yo, your list definitely... Your, de- your your list definitely was smoking blunts um, in your mom's basement, man. Look, like I didn't smoke in my mom's house. I didn't smoke when I was a teenager, surprisingly enough. I did not. I didn't do any of those things. But just like certain songs, I had this on vinyl. So this was also my little my little vinyl movement. Great song. And first of all, let's just talk. The motherfucker calls himself a planet. I just remember not even being able to wrap myself around it. Then researching, you know, Planet Asia and the Asiatic black man and all that shit. I'm like, this guy calls himself Planet Asia. Evidence on the beat. And then evidence creates this beat. So that's how I got to him because, you know, I'm a dilated people's fanatic, especially back then. So I'm following everything Ev produces. And then this thing comes on. Planet Asia is Asia my place of my birth. place of birth. What? Man, I used to revolve around science. Around sciences. Ooh. I used to just play it over, flip the record, play the instrumental, flip it back, play the song, flip it, flip it, flip it. It was it was big in my summer. I was just playing records. The, the B uh, the B side is the professional. The professional. Yes. Yo, come on, man. The banging cover. You just standing there looking dope to Yo. death. Planet Yo. Asia, place of birth. Hip hop is God. Dealing in my cipher, I revolve around that. You know, no one has ever put Planet Asia number three on any summer-related list of anything. No, I've never heard this song before this list. You've never heard Place of Birth? You playing? Yes, you have. Yeah, I wasn't. I couldn't get down with that back then, man. Rakim's version of it, but I never heard this. The, but the twelve-inch was moving. That's all I'm saying. And even if you didn't listen to the record, this was like moving. This twelve-inch was like, like cracking. Everybody had it. Ninety-nine, something yeah, like that. Yeah, no, the song fucking bangs. I was really, I dug it. At first, I was like, "This is gonna fucking suck," and then I was like, "Oh man!" By the second verse, you had. And it. also because it was the record, the instrumental was making its rounds too. People would rap over it, freestyle battles and shit like that. There's evidence in his in his chamber, yo. I know Ev produces ass yep. even in recent years, but this was one of his. I'm hired gun assassin in my chamber. You getting the illness. And then this cat. And Planet Asia wasn't super known back then. He just wasn't. He was just killer. He was on the come up. Yeah, he was on the come up. Yeah, and to drop this yeah, song. that was a big song. Yeah, I'm saying. 
So it might not qualify for most cats summer joint, but it meant a lot to me. I'll explain that shit a you lot. You need so. any cats. No cats ever would be like, yo. It's like, it's a summer joint the way Rock Study at the Pier used to be a Bong. summer joint. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Uh, back in the day, they used to have the Rock Study anniversary on a pier on the west, off the west side, off the west side right. highway. And it was yep. just like, you know, basically. Now all when you, when you go to watch the fireworks. Amazing fireworks. Wow. Um, uh, my choice for number three is the complete opposite of Planet Asia Place of Birth. Like this this would be like a challenge. Like can you pick a song that could be more polar opposite of that song and I would say yes, I can do that for you. I have something ready to go for this. This song is a special song to me. Um my wife and I were introduced to this song at our wedding. When they introduced you, you know, for the first time as a couple. Oh, I thought you meant like you were introduced to the song for the first time. No, God, no, no, we weren't. No, we weren't like we weren't like thirty back when the song came out. Um, the song is "Rhythm Is a Dancer" by Snap. Rhythm is a dancer. It's a soul companion. You could feel it everywhere. Snap. What a song. What what an intro. What a universal truth. Rhythm is a dancer, guys. It's at it's, first I thought it was CNC Music Factory. No, don't when you I dare. read it. Don't you no, I just dare. when I read it, when no when I read it, I just mis misread it and that's what first popped in my mind. Freedom Williams is a thousand times the rapper that Snap ever will be. There are no rappers in Snap. Dude, who Snap was overweight. Yes. Yeah, Snap, Snap was like he was a big guy. Snap was no, like not. fucking Australia Bambada. He had a big bass really? guy. That was Snap. Yeah, yeah he was a real guy. He looked like. Yeah, Snap oh, I thought was it was a like it was like I thought it was a group. I thought it was a group like CNC Music Factory. Like they were just yeah. like they were like producers that would outsource people. For the no, they were they were a group, but Snap was like the lead MC, so any of the rapping stuff was done by him. And then they had to well, go with the power ballad. They didn't get Chill Rob G. For they didn't uh, get Chill Rob G. They Chill Rob G. wrote that song. They stole it from wow. Chill Rob G. Both of the songs came out at the same time. There it is. Wow. Oh. So then, who's rhyming on the Snap version? Snap. I got the power. Snap. It's getting. It's getting. It's getting kind of Snap. Happy. That's oh. Snap. Oh. Wow, what a man! What a, what an incredible artist! He was like, "Yo, I got the song called Rhythm as a Dancer. I'm gonna get some random ass chick to do all the work on it, and some random dudes that produce the shit. I'll just slap my name on it, and it's an international dance smash." Humble looked like a driver's ed teacher. <laughs> driver's ed, <laughs> driver's ed teacher. I literally never, knew I never knew Snap was the rapper. I thought it was just like a production team. Nah. Oh no, no. Like no, CNC Snap. Music Factory. Right. But that had freedom. Is, is Snap the worst rap name of all time? My name is Hey, what's up, man? My name's Snap. <laughs> There's some pretty bad ones. There's a bunch of babies and little that really yeah, can Snap? take you there. Oh, you know what? Some... His name actually his name actually isn't Snap. I just looked it up. I told you. What? His name was Turbo B. 
which is actually a worse name than Snap. I'm the lyrical Jesse James. Yo. Wow, man. he sucked. Turbo B. Turbo. Wow. This this maybe the B stands for something cool. Maybe the B stands for something cool like Turbo Bartha. No, his last name is Butler. His his name is his name is Duran Maurice Butler, which would have been better than Turbo, Turbo B. Turbo B. Turbo B. He should have went with DMB. Yo, Turbo yeah. B is like is like what our parents thought like all eighties rappers were named. Oh, who's that? Turbo oh, because B. Of the break your dancing. Walkman? And are you turboing to are you turboing to your homework? The hell out of here. Yeah. Come on, Turbo B. Why don't you do your algebra and go to Turbo B bed? <laughs> Turbo B would have been like fucking Bud Bundy's rap nemesis. Yes. Oh, Bud Bundy was the dope. Is Bud Bundy All right. Turbo B. That would What been was him. it? Um Spankmaster B? Punkmeister B. I'm remembering what Kelly called him. What was it? I'm Jam it Master right B? Now. Spin Master B, was... Bump Master B. Let's see. What when was it? Grand, Grandmaster B rap. Grandmaster B. Wow. Grandmaster B rap. And he actually put out a song with that as the, his, his rap name. He actually, that, that's a legitimate rap name with a song and a single that came out somewhere. Yeah, he's a 12-inch of it somewhere. Mm-hmm. David Faust. Yeah, he's a 12-inch. Wow. Faust. God, now, God bless the him. funny thing about Faust, though, he did a lot for um, hip-hop in New York back in the day. Other than his horrible parodies, he used to you know, keep clubs open. He was very much into the scene. Yeah, he actually was so, like, yeah. truly into it. He was like yeah. everything MC Search well, wanted to be. Well, see, let me go back to Rhythm as a Dancer, why it's on this list. Because when you're in South Philly and you got a Figaro chain on and you got a champion T-shirt with mesh shorts and you got ankle socks. In South Philly, you, if you can't wear the ankle... You can't wear the ankle sock above the ankle. Like, you got to have the ankles. Like, halfway covered, you can't wear the socks, like, up to the calf and all that. And well, if your minute. socks are... Wait you, a minute, Steve you, Smith and Grant Hill said, don't show your Achilles. Don't forget that. Don't, well, don't show you know your Achilles. Not Jalen Rose said it, too. But in South Philly, if your socks were too long, what you would do is you would pull your sock out to get the excess fabric and then bundle it underneath your your ball or your foot and then put on your sneaker real quick like you wanted your socks to be as low as possible i feel like south philly is perpetual sixth grade so why didn't you just buy <laughs> ankle socks you you did buy ankle socks but you may, maybe you had like a bigger foot or something than the size so if you had excess sock you would pull the toe part of the sock but that, the nature of ankle sock is to eliminate excess sock. If you buy it to your size of your foot, it should only come up to your ankle. Right, but maybe you have like just excess. Oh wait, so you don't top. show no sock in the shoe, but there's sock in the shoe. No, you only exactly. see like under the ankle bone. You need to see the sock only. If you above that, you're a total fucking loser. Yeah, if 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 it goes above the ankle, like if it goes like near. Timberlands came all the way up past your ankle, almost to the thighs sometimes. So we didn't have that problem. Yeah, the that was rubbery, Brooklyn. That was a Brooklyn look. The we big rubbery the low... part. Right. But we we like see high tops. Don't. If you had a high top, then you would have like you know the Reebok pumps or like the pennies yeah. or the the filas. So the ankle sock, you could cheat and wear like an above the ankle sock with the high top. But if nice. you had the low tops on, you had like you know Reebok classics or something, the fila low top joints. You had to wear the ankle sock, and it better your ankle better be half exposed. 
So otherwise, snap, rhythm, rhythm was a dancer. dancer. Yes. Did you guys ever get down with joint. Timberland moccasins? Nah. No, nah, the Timberland moccasins had no. like the heavy duty fucking sole on them. Those shits were so no. good at my school. Like I was so enamored with Wally's, but never bought them. They were just like some fantasy of me, Wally Clark. So I just always wanted them, but I never look bought wild them until later. They look incredibly uncomfortable. They're, but I think they're very comfortable. I heard, I heard yeah. people say they're very comfortable. They, they just look like there's no bend to them. I've had Clarks, but I've never had Wally's. It was, yeah, that bend in the front looked almost like Wally's. Clarks, but it was too, more, yeah. I never had Wally's. It was more of a hip-hop fantasy to me, like Gazelles. I never had Gazelles, but you know what I'm saying? Or I just big like, dope. What, what, uh, I just like what woman would look down at, at a, a Wally B. Clark being like, oh, this guy's hot. But that's why you got to dip it in the blue and cream. Like, that made it, like, pristine. Them joints look fresh on the album cover, now on my feet. Right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What, what we got next? They just look like, like clogs with, with Tim's on them and shit. Right. But I think that, 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 um, that, um, uh, Sacagawea cloth. Sacagawea. <laughs> those shits look like they have no grip. If you were to wear those shits in the rain, you're falling immediately. Yeah, you're just going to slide. So you don't think you around. can run. You So we... Listeners, somebody out there, can you run in Wally Clark? No way. Can you like catch a half sprint just for a block? Can you catch up to a bus in Wally Man, Clark? That's like that's just gonna give you plantar fasciitis. They don't. T- they, they don't, don't get tight, tight, right? They're not like tight on you. They don't. You can't yeah, get them smoke, right? There's no support. There's no support. Yeah, because those shoelaces are more for um display. It's yeah. like running on a racers. Some of them yeah, don't bro. even have laces, right? Some of them are slip-ons, right, Clark? I'm gonna slip down. Okay. All right. right, Who's next up? Let me get into my number three. And my number three is the Anything Remix by SWV featuring classic the Wu Tang Clan. This is the song that actually made me think of doing this episode. I was driving around and nice. this shit came on and I was like, oh my God, it's the best summer song ever. Even though it's not my number one. But it's really just like the fucking It jam. could be. It, it threatens to be the number one summer right, song so at any moment. Catch people up. What Wu-Tang members are on the song? Catch As, them I God. believe it's just ODB and Method Man and You God, right? No, You God. You God. Yep, You God, yeah. yeah. Method's on there too though, right? Yup, meth is, I'll do anything, I'm so into you, right here. Come, Come on, on, yo, Wu-Tang could do it all, in. man. And it still perplexes us how they cross over the way they did. And this is not to take anything away from SWV, because they were, no. they were the bomb.com, too. Yeah, they were. You know, they had many oh. power ballads. Um, you could get a nice two-step on, you could full-on dance to this song, or you mm-hmm. could just bop, you know, your shoulder, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I yeah. think, I don't know, man, like, I'm not gonna say R&B is dead, but somebody needs to make that record for them, for real. Dude, like, they had R&B the right here dead. Human Nature remix. That shit was super dope as well. <laughs> right here. Yeah, they fucking own. All right. Who was their Who was their producer? Anybody know off top? Who did their production? Well, later on, Jimmy was it Jimmy Jam? They linked up with uh, Missy later on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. That sounds about right. But early on, it sounded like some Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis shit. I could be wrong. 
But that's what it sounded like early. Let's see. It's about first couple of rounds. What did it say? It was on RCA. What are we talking? Uh, Dark Child? It doesn't really Rodney. say who produced this shit. Mm, it's in there. Here's a, here's a, here's a, here's an ill add-on to SWV. Coco, the lead singer, Cheryl is Coco the baby Gamble. mom. T- is the baby moms of Ishmael Butler's son, Jazz. Oh, they got a kid. This from Shabazz Palaces. Got a baby Coco. with Coco. Wow. He is the dopest oh, dude in the world. He Coco is the dopest like, dude of all time. Ain't she like six so, feet? Some dude named Brian Alexander Morgan produced all the hits. Who the Brian fuck is Alexander that? Morgan. Brian Alexander somebody Morgan. Living in a, somebody living in a penthouse on the Upper West Side, and you never heard his name before? He could have had a cool name like Bam. So, Brian Alexander Morgan is a record producer born and raised in Wichita, Kansas, discovered by Club Nouveau founding member. Club Nouveau? Wow. wow. Touring yeah. Wichita circuit, and he found he his produced kid? Usher. He produced Usher's Ooh. first record. Whoa. Uh, wow. Oh, when he was like 12. Wow. Say this guy's name again. Say his name again. Brian Alexander Morgan. All right, listen to this. I know somebody knows him because we don't. Wow, that's label incredible. Label with Shante Moore. And then, uh, so did he put out his own song, music? So the song Week for SWV was ori- originally intended for Charlie Wilson. Whoa. Yeah. That changes things. And he worked on Aloe Black's major label, label debut. Ooh, Mallow Black. Don't even. Aloe Black. Aloe Black. Wow. Black. Eric Benet, he worked on, on JoJo's album. Faith Evans. Okay. JoJo from Casey and JoJo. Drake wow, this guy's views. got credits. Oh, I'm telling you, he lives on a on a on a, on a penthouse in the upper west side with a with a view in a in a pool in a pool in a roof pool with a helipad. He's killing life because he could just go anywhere and nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yo, and he's over, just got a over under. He's like, hold on. Over under. Over under yeah. how much money he's made off off songwriting. Ten mil? All of them he's, hits? With that type All of name? Of 10, 10 15 mil. 10 million. 10 he's, million. he's collecting royalty. Does anybody, can you, can you see? Can you see like his total see, net worth nah, or whatever? You can't see that. Uh, you can't no, see sometimes, that. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. You know, it comes up quickly in these searches. Let's see. Yeah, you're not looking. Nah, no way. How much money did he make off song producing? Wow. Let's go talk yeah. about royalty checks, man. It doesn't say. But no, no he did well. Royalty checks. He's walking. All he has to Yo, do is walk in this song. So I bought, but but anything remix I bought I think I had the cassette or CD single because the original is on the Above the Rim soundtrack, but the ah. Wu Tang remix was separate. Yep. They put that out later, so I have the cassette single or CD single somewhere. I have it, and I only bought it because of Wu Tang. This and then album came there, to there's, me. That, there's that cream, there's that cream interlude where like they're singing and then the cream yep. beat drops for like a bar. That's crazy. And there's also the yeah. dope part at the end where he's like. The SS double double U to the V, and then she fucking comes in and fucking lets loose. That shit is so dope. Anything you want from Man, what a song. That shit is so hot. Listeners, please forgive us as we try to hit these notes because we're horrible. I I think what all of our lists, except Castro's, because Castro's has never seen the ocean, all of our lists have in common, me and Alaska's, is that R&B and rap are perfectly the perfect combination for summer. You need yeah. the R and B with the rapper on it, or the rap song with the R and B singer on it, and in the remix form, most likely. 
I just think you need a banging rock song like the last two on my list. That's what you need. Wow. Good. Well, what what are they? Let's get to them. The most are just super special. Super special. That's what I said. All right. My number two on my list is Jay Z. It's all right. You want to bounce player, you want to play ball, you want to ball. What? It's all right. You heard me? Helicopter shot to this, this, this palatial pool, like extravaganza someplace I'll never go in my life. The water's blue and um, the bluest eyes, Tony Morrison. Get out of here, man. Yo, man, when, when, Mem- when Memphis Bleak says, in the middle of a war, rocking a vest, who the ill is short of your life, I confess. Yo, I that motherfucker kills that shit. He's when he said, and then when he says, "Bleak, yeah, bleak, bleak." The name is clear. Back since Shorty used to braid my hair on the project stairs. Yo. And if anybody wants to know the little history of this song, this song was originally Memphis Bleak's song until Jay Z wrote two verses. Ooh, and smart. took that from. Yep. Ooh, smash, summer says- smash. Son, when he says on the jewels, I blew more money than Latrell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Then he says, what's the line? He says, he says, um, he says, he says, um, he says, charge it to the game. I'm platinum like American Express. My boy died, and all I did was, inhe- was inherit stress. stress. Yeah, oh, come on, man. Stop playing wow. with it, man. Serious bars. That motherfucker is smashing that shit. On that and that on that talking head shit too. How much it cost to clear that sample? The talking head oh. sample, because they just jacked that shit. Ten grand. Like they didn't even try to hide that. Twenty oh, grand. Probably probably a hundred. A hundred grand. Fifty, know, 50 to a hundred. Fifty to a hundred. Probably fifty. Probably fifty. But that to song, it was a, it was a smash back single. Then? It made it made that money back yeah, in back two then? weeks. Because you sold this as a maxi single, right? Yep. It was a vinyl. It was uh. But probably... that, that was the biggest talking head song ever. So if you're gonna take a band's biggest song ever, that's still that's still on the radio. What does that sound? Oh, that's the only thing they add is that weird like bubbly sound. Actually, it's crazy. That's how you want to bounce ball if you. Yo, I listen. I've studied, I've studied that shit so much because I, I went on a bender playing volume one, and I, I think I think it's a bonus cut on volume one. And when I was writing the second career Crooks album, I was playing J volume one a lot. Just to like get in that zone of like a dude that was like changing his flow and rhyme scheme on a dime. Man, that fucking song, like even even back then, like I was on some nah man, I don't like I don't like this flossy shit. I don't like this fucking materialism bullshit. When that song that video come on, I would be like, This this is crazy. I mean, I can't I can't even lie. This gin is crazy, this song. Hey, yo, man. I love what a call. That's that's your greatest selection. 
No, it's not. My That's number the most one fun is. song you've chosen. My you number one is. any fun songs until now. That Fuck that fun. fun. Fuck the fun. Sunburn. Yeah, I really, I really thought Bleak was going to be something special off of, based off of this song and the fucking uh, intro that he dropped on uh, the intro Handed Down. Ooh. I was like, oh, on, my God, on this is going to be amazing. Man, Bleak yeah. is, a, is a wrecking ball to me. I love that song. I love Man, Bleak is. Man, Bleak, oh, man. Shh. Come on, man. No, you know what happened, y'all? You know what happened, y'all? Him and Beanie should have dropped that record. That would have catapulted them on their own shit. They could have been running jewels before running jewels. Just in that vein. Well, well, be, well be, Beanie is. I know, but think about that. Think about it. That came, because remember all of those duos like R. Kelly and Jay Z, they would put her out. If they really put together their record, it would have catapulted Philly and New York. It would have been all for all the sidekicks. That would have been a sidekick anthem. There would have been anthems on there because they already made anthems together. I think it would have been see, great for the both of them. Bleak, Bleak just had always had bad timing because he right he should have dropped like right after Reasonable Doubt because the first song coming of age people were checking for him right he didn't drop then he's on this song on the streets is watching the soundtrack and is also on Volume One he doesn't drop then he has the lead off song on Volume Two yeah which is crazy yeah they don't drop the album right then and there they drop it later that year coming of age took that long to come out I thought that should yeah be. it took like oh. two two years two three years. But by and that it wasn't point, very the good whole, either. No, and that's the the second record the was real good. Is, what was that five four three two five four two? That was really good. Five three four or whatever. Yeah, and then no, like the the one the one which is crazy is called Made. Yeah, that joint has yeah, like that's crazy. six that's, that, yeah. crazy joint. That, that, that's got murder, murder, Mossyville. That shit Herb, is crazy. Clap, yeah, we certainly will. Yeah. South Philly, motherfuckers, kill out. That's, just that's on there. On that. Just Blaze all That's over all there. just. That's yo, all just Blaze. It's like just yep. Blaze in his prime. Yep. Given being like, yo, Bleak, we're going to blow you up this year. Wait, which one is this? The Understanding? It's called or... Made. It's, it's blue. No, it's, it's blue. It's called Made. M-A-D-E. Made, yo, Made. There's a song that's called, it's called, there's one song that's called like, it's called like Bleak, Free, and Just. Yeah. And it's just him and Freeway going crazy. And just Blaze just does scratches for like two yes. minutes at the end. Oh that man, yeah, hell yeah, yo man. Look, Bleak had that voice, man. Bleak had a great voice. Great if we're gonna do a bad boy episode, we got to do a Rock La Familia episode. Rock so oh, so, yeah. Yeah, a, a mill. So we're gonna dig up those a mill songs that I told y'all about. I found in the library. Yeah, no, I'm, good. I'm, good. I'm telling you, dog. But see, but see, Bleak Bleak would kill the posse because he, he's on Crew Love. He kills yeah, he, that. he does really um, good when he pops in. But he crushes just, that shit. It's just his inability. He's just and, not and an a, album, no, dude. No, it's not that. In the time of three verse, no, listen, listen. In the time of three verse songs, he couldn't last. If he was running around in the two verse era with the banging hooks, he would be mm, fine. I'm telling no. you, I'm telling. Listen, I'm only telling because, you. like Alaska said, he. I, I just don't think he's. I think he's an ill. I, but Pop I think the songs were too long for his style. Two verses, one verse and a hook. I mean, I agree with you, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Remember, every song was three verses, four verses, sometimes with a feature. It, he, you can't you can't have that's too many bars. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like his ma- like even back then, the CD era, 22 songs, he would have four. Like just the number of songs that were banging, he would have like four out of 22. Like his ratio was never hot. Yeah, yeah, but like he he was never I don't know, but he was he was a great rapper. You know what I mean? And like, but and the weird thing was like Jay would like go through stretches where you put him on mad joints and then not put him on anything. You know what I mean? It was like like he wasn't on every single Jay album. No, he wasn't. He he he, he didn't make everything. 
Uh, All right. That's a great Zig- quote, man. Ziggle Ziggala. Uh, All right. Uh, so this this song, um, I've spent many a nights dancing to this drunkenly at dance clubs, um, bars, house parties. It's one of the greatest videos ever. It's written by a man who I've been saying on Twitter for five years, he's better than Eminem. The song is Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See by Buster. I gotta ask you, did you engage it through the video first or the, the street single? Okay. Nah, the video. You did, but you didn't the hear it was by itself without, yeah, come on with it, no, let's go. I, I saw the, I, I only ever heard it. So when I watched the video, I was like uncomfortable because I was, it was like, it was like that. The fish I learned. Yeah, well, the fisheye lens, but then like the whole Batman neon paint thing, but it was like the African tribal shit. Yeah. And then it was like the, it was filmed like slow and it was sped up. So like they're moving all fast and weird. Yeah. And then also, um, another little note, what the dancer at the end, the guy that does the big puff up his cheeks and doing the weird moves, his name was Brooke up. I, I think he might've passed away. And, um, and he was, he was, he was. Yeah, he was doing a run. If you notice, he was in like three or four videos because he could move his body yeah. so jarringly. And that yeah. video is patterned after coming to America. So that's why it sucked me in right there. Cleaning the royal yep. penis, the dance floor, yep. the actual elephant, the elephant in the video. A real elephant. This is this is like this is um video music, a music video cinema verite. This is when Buster played no games with these videos, man. That was Yo, on some real shit. I'm not even. I'm not even just saying this. There's never been a moment in Eminem's career as incredible as the "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See" video. Never. Not yeah. even the Radio City musical Stan, with 100 Eminems. None of that. Shit. Came- no. No, that shit was corny. Okay, I'm just saying spectacle wise. Elton John, the Elton John spinning, no. the spinning. Pa- Stan, no, no. Okay. Put your I'm because agree, because John. everything everything you said about "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See" video is about the incredible like. Art. blackness new yeah. york rap like all and like what's blacker than coming to america the movie that everyone loves everyone fucking loves that movie it doesn't matter where where you're from what you look like you play that movie right now people fucking laugh their ass off still yeah you know what i mean like eminem that that's a, a, a part and we'll talk about this part and now. he only mind and the funny thing is he only mind like 15 20 percent of the movie he left a lot of the movie to be like, you know, parodied or copy. He didn't because they're still out. just like they're still just like weird hype Williams Busta shit that right. they just do on their own. Right. But the song itself, like the dun 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 So the same way like Tim Timbaland had a certain swing, like Busta had that swing. Yeah. And then the period. You stupid. You know we about the bust. Twenty times a day. And then with the marvelous. Bullshit. My whole clique. Come on, man. That motherfucker, man. People don't give him credit for his bars. They have now. He does go a lot ass. He does curse a lot. But the bars, the bar work of Busta over all this time 
has to be commended. And he's a style champ, without question. Oh. Nobody could do what he does. No. He could do what I, everybody else does, but nobody can do what yeah, he does. Great point. He did his um that super stupid duper flow at the Griselda show in New York. That joint. He just holds the mic up like right. um right to his lip. And it's the breath control. He's still huge, but he has better breath control than Quali. So it's just kind of amazing. Yeah. Quali. You a bitch, man. Yeah. Quali. Quali. Yeah. You a bitch. I used to think Hangar 18 was fast, but we had nothing on that dude. No, y'all got speed though. No, 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 don't not like that though. Short. We didn't have speed like that. That's Tech Nine. Um, no, Pharaoh hasn't gotten that fast. You know, that's Twister shit like that. Yeah, that was like that's Usain Bolt speed. Fucking yeah. um, do or die. They rap and um, the yeah. Crucial Conflict rap fast or just they had to stop. No, they had the style. Okay. They rap but fast the, in the way that Bone Thugs kind of rap fast. Right, Bone Thugs, but Bone was with really alliteration. Fast, it was like singing. Oh, Bone Thugs. I had a friend who knew that shit word for word. I was just amazed at him watching him do, like, you know, sing along with the song. Just uh, anyway, um, not to get off, off yeah, track. Man. But Buster and the speed Bust, and the enunciation. Wow. Just. And here's the irony. I mean, when I thought about it, like, I had to put Buster on this list. I think my favorite. Like my favorite co Busta songs are ever is Abandoned Ship off the Come. <laughs> and then uh and then also my, all um, my favorite Busta songs party, on the party com- going over here. All my bitches up in the front saying hi. All my bitches up in the rear saying ho. That joint is shit. ELE has like five party bangers. ELE is like a party record. That that oh, yeah. is crazy. He's just he's loaded with That's that crazy. shit. But this song, the video you could play Everything. it out like everybody knows what it. I mean, Nobody was prepared like, for it. He just dropped it. Oh my god! What what single was this off? Which album? This Which is album off of um, I think it's Anna, Disaster Strikes. Not Disaster, Disaster Strikes. Strike. This, this is Disaster one. Strike. This has yeah. like Delirious yeah. is on this one. Um and also uh, yeah. um, that's where he really stepped up his video game in this shit. Oh, ain't this the one he took from that old cart the old cartoon commercial? Not out. Yeah, that was Delirious. Um, this ain't serious. Yeah. We can't make it delirious. Where him Too and Swift Star got in the fucking oh, no, white dangerous. face and fucking looked like um dangerous. Oh, yeah, dangerous. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that commercial with those little blue dots jumping around. I remember that commercial. And then when somebody showed us him sample of it, that was crazy. All right, last what you got, bro? What you got, bro? All right, my number two, all time summertime classic, Dwick by Gangstar. Ooh. Featuring nice and smooth. I chant any, meeny, miny, mo. I wreck the mic like a pimp pimp shows. Here's how it goes. I am a genius. I mean this. I shape this. You'll tape this. I'm kind of fiendish. You wish that you could come into my neighborhood. Many in my mental state. Still, I'm five foot eight. Crazy as I wanna be, cause I make it orderly. You could say I'm sorta of the boss, so get lost. The brother who will make you change opinions. Dominions, I'm in them when it's time to kick this from the heart. Cause I get a piece of the action. Feeling satisfaction from the street crowd reaction. Jump pull guns when they feel afraid. Too late when they dip in the kick, they get sprayed. Lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. A poet like Langston Hughes and can't lose when I cruise. Out on the expressway, leaving the bodega, I say suave. Premier's got more beats than Blonde's got hate. So, I don't really think I need to say much about this one. Anybody know what Dwight stands for? This stands for do what you can, kid. Do what you can, kid. Ah, that's my 
my guy. <laughs> He's my best friend. <laughs> that's what it stands for? Yeah, it stands for Damn. do what you can, kid. Yes. And does anybody know that uh, Guru would come up with the names of the songs before he would write them, before Premier would do the beats? He would have the name of the song. Yeah, and he would write them on a wall. He would that's write them amazing. on a wall. Ain't that crazy? And then make pr- Zilla, you did a project like yeah, that yeah, he- where you had beats named for you. Right? Yeah, the beats were named, and yeah, I wrote all the songs based on the name of the beats, yeah, and that became the song names. So it was the reverse of Premier yep. Guru. Like, yeah, Dwick is. Hit me last. The video What's for this shit was like Atlantic City summertime shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just like Boardwalk. dudes playing in the fucking water with broads hanging out in the weird bikinis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just each person just flipping the styles. No hooks, no nothing. Perfect beat. Is this one of Greg Knight's best like verses? Is this I one mean, of his most quotable verses? Up there, right? We know a lot. Definitely. I mean, and, and uh, most Greg Zilla, you tell me. Quotable, but is Greg Knight the first Ghostface killer? That's what people used to say with the slang. No, Greg Knight was pre-Ghostface with the slang. He was the nonsensical slang coming in, but it probably meant something to him. Or was he pre-Camp Low? Nah. I mean, Camp, uh, uh, um, Camp Low. Nah, he wasn't a slang dude like that. He wasn't like that. He was a slang editorial. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. I felt he was like the most direct dude in the world. Greg Nice? Like nothing. Right, hold on. Yeah. Pull Greg up the Nice. Yeah, no, nah, he was like... I'm going to pull up the lyric. Maybe, maybe you're thinking of Smooth. You're thinking of Smooth B, dog. Greg Nice made no sense whatsoever. That's what, no, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, Greg Nice made no sense, but he also wasn't dropping slang. He was just dropping like no, he was just like saying exactly. like off the wall. This is, this is, no, y'all missing shit. it, man. You got to read between the lines. Greg N I C E dropping them baso. Ah wee wee, rock for a fee, not for free. Maybe I'll do it for charity. For not free. my employer yeah. or my employee is making Greg yeah. N I C E very M A B. Don't ever think of jerking me. I work too hard for my royalty. Put lead in your ass and drink a cup of tea. Talking about yo, Dude. y'all gotta pay me, man. You know, stop, stop playing me, man. You gotta pay me, man. I know, but he he laid it all out. Yeah, no, I no... just some of his lyrics are always wacky. To me. Yeah, I know he's. he's... Yeah. I say, buddy, you say parquet. Did anybody use parquet? I never use parquet. Nope. Never lose parquet. Parquet. No, my mom, my mom didn't buy Right. <laughs> Wait, was that the butter that talk? Parquet. It used to yeah. like purse and talk like it's literally that's disgusting. Yeah, the butter I'm like poltergeist. Yo, I'm not using parquet, poltergeist yeah. butter. Yeah, parquet. Yeah, that shit was whack. And premier one of premier's But this is one yes. of the Guru's best verses. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I chant any, meany, miny, mo. I wreck the mic like a pimp pimp's hose. Here's how it goes. I'm a genius. I mean this. I shake I shake this, you'll take this. I'm kinda fiendish. <laughs> meaning my mental state. Lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. A poet like Langston Hughes and can't lose when I cruise out on the expressway. Leaving the bodega, I say suave. Suave. Got more beats than rhymes. Got clips are inserted into my gun, so I can take the money. Never have to run. I'm. I'm. See, I got a gun. I'm not running. I'm walking away with the money. You're not calling anybody, and we're going back to the boardwalk after armed robbery with my sunglasses on. All right, this is the time when Guru never took his sunglasses off. Day, night, studio, in, out. True. Rap City. Well, yeah. uh, I'm your MTV That's rap, true. excuse me. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Fat Bob Freddy. In the basement. Yep. <laughs> He's rhyming in a rickshaw in this video. 
Guru is in a fucking rickshaw on the boardwalk. He's in this guy, in this video. Rest in, rest in peace to Guru. We love you, baby. We love you. He's the best. How how did you pick this number one? Number though? two. How did, how did you number do two. that? I didn't. It's number two. Yeah. Number two. Oh, word, word. You know, it's just one of those, like, all-time summer joints. Like, I still remember this summer when it came out. I remember the video. Anytime this shit comes on, I got amped. It got and the great intro. Boom, boom. And it yeah, still gets me amped every time it comes on. They used to play this at some bar mitzvahs I went to. So you got to watch it. And it came out. It came out in between records. I think it was a B side. Yeah, well, yeah, it was like a sing. Yeah, it was yeah. a single from a soundtrack and or originally. Or B side, and then they put it on yep. the album. Like, two yep, years it definitely later. came out yeah. by itself. But yep. this is also when singles. She was yeah, killing. It doesn't fit. It's on hard to earn. It doesn't. Yeah, but fit singles just rock. You know what I'm saying? Singles could just do no, their thing. But it, it's also like I think it was around the same time they dropped. Um, and now yeah. your mind yep. came around the same time too. Yeah, it's a video too. Another video. Uh, and now your mind. Like yo, Duke, you're dead wrong. You never had the skills like mine. I dropped the ill type rhymes. That shit is so dope. Yeah, These guys were the best. Gangstar yeah. forever and ever. Nobody fucked with Nobody. for a while. All right. Yeah, guys. What's it going, people? This is Curly Castro here. Just reminding y'all. That my album Tosh is still available. You can find it at a number of places, mainly backwithstudios.com, wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. And if you just see me in the street, you know, holla at the kid. Alright? Thank y'all for all y'all support. One. Is it up to me? We we up to the numero uno? The Pudo? Number one summer song, undeniable. Okay, and this is this goes back to my number. Uh, um, where is it at? My number ten? No, my number nine song, Ronnie Ronnie Foster, Mr. Brew. This is what was they sampled Mr. Brew to create this song for the one and only the, the unique, never before the one of one, Freeway, Philadelphia's own. And this song is called mm. All Right. I went from the ghetto to the ghetto when I'm back again. And we doing it back and forth with a gang of thugs. My burn on my hood passport. Fresh from the airport, I'm back again. And I clap your men. I'm from a block where niggas might blast your pops. No chance ambulance can't save your kin. Smoke reefer, burn reaper, chillin' my spot. Instead of making some lot, drink leaders a gin. I'm drunk again, I'm high again. I just might fly a kite to my niggas upstate, knocked off in a pen. They booked in the jail, I'm booking the flight. It's fucked up. Last year we was all on the block. This can't be life, this can't be love. They roll with a whack, I roll with a snub. We all in a fight. The claps alone what, at the what, end of the what, song. What a selection. The claps alone at the end of the song is so inspired. It's such a Philly song. The video, there's so many Phillyisms in it. And just Freeway just spitting that real. And it's, it's kind of a little depressing. It's a little uplifting. It's a little real. It's, in the, it's, it's like the video's in the snow, but it still makes me feel a summer because it's sunny outside. And that's like a Philadelphia summer. Mm-hmm. It could be snow outside. We wild like that. And it's just like, don't get it twisted. Don't get too up. Don't get too down. But, you know, it's going to be all right. And my label's a shit. And you hate on the click. Oh, mm. man. I love this song. I could play it over 
What what soundtrack? Wasn't this on a soundtrack? So the Alan Anthony version of the song came out too. So like, did did the state property do us? Is there one? It might be on one of the state prop, one of the state prop CDs. Uh, it's it's on Philadelphia Freeway though. Yes, right? yes it is. But it also might have made one of their compilations. Okay, so it's on that shit. Or it's on the mix. It's this is a great song. It's the greatest song. Um, I'm I'm not sure who produced it. I have to look that up, but it, it's a great fucking song. That's that's fucking fantastic. That uh, I don't think anybody would ever pick that one. Not even Freeway or Alan Anthony. Yeah, but I did. I picked it for them. I know better. Number one, Summer Jam. I could play that over and over and over again. Picked it for the Yo, people, I just man. Went back through Freeway's catalog. Yeah. He's got like seventy-five. Records. Oh yeah, he got a lot of records. Yeah, he put out all these mixtapes. No fucking yep. idea. Yeah, and he got a, he yeah, got there some was, there three was a, a stretch and like free at last and all of them. Yeah, yeah, there good? was a. Are they worth checking? Free at last is fucking slamming that second album. Yep. that shit is a fucking monster album. It, it got buried because he was like Rockefeller broke up, and so he kind of okay. ra- he kind of rolled with Jay, but then like Fifty Cent tried to sign him to G Unit. But then, okay. like, Jay wouldn't let him do it. So then, like, 50 and Jay kind of, like, co-executive produced his album, but it, it got shelved. It, like, it just they just dragged their feet, like, figuring it out. Didn't it come out so later just, after Free at last stuff? second album. Right, right, free second. Yeah, right. it was just, like, there was no there was, there was no more, like, Rockefeller momentum. There was nothing. So he was basically just a complete solo artist right. with no affiliation. Now, his anymore. best record, though, is... But um, the second wow. album... Yeah, go ahead, please. Finish that. And I'm gonna say his best record. No, yeah, but but the second album is the beginning of him working with Jake One. So Jake One's got like three or four crazy songs. The stimulus package. Yeah, how is the Jake One shit? That, good? Whoa. The Jake One shit is a whoa. Ooh. That is a monster joint? record. Yep. Yeah, that is a monster of a yeah. record. It is so good. Yeah. The packaging is so good. Oh my god, it's like a wallet with fake money in there. It's incredible. That record is in the stratosphere. I mm. love that record. It's really good. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Real good. Yeah. Yeah, shit is hot. That's my number one. Yeah, That's my flag. Wild. But the free the free the free Atlantis joint, Tight. yo, that album is Tight. so slept on. That's there's heaters on that shit. Yeah. That's because it, it's like there's like no just blaze, nope. which sucks. But he gets like he he avoids all the pitfalls of like mid two thousands rap, which is horrible. Like it's like the beginning of the South, like Everyone who's not from the South awkwardly trying to fit in. And uh yeah, that's not gonna work. Um yeah, man. That shit is hot. That shit is hot, man. Um all right, so I guess it's up to me now. I'm 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 really debating this right now. You're changing your number one because I have one on my list. You're so such an editor, man. You're hot. you can't change your number one. Two to ten, you could do all the flippage you want. You got two songs left on your list. Either one could be fucking perfect. Just I only have one left. I only have one left. I'm on number one. No, nah, there's two on there, dude. No, there's not. There's two songs that you didn't pick on your list. He's looking at your old list. Well, no, there's there's one there's one left to go. Oh, you're looking at my old list. Yeah, I mean like a song kind oh, of. Yeah, the original list mind. you sent. Yeah. Zilla. Oh god, I'm so Your Virgo ass make a right, fucking I'm, decision. I'm, I'm gonna go with tradition. I'm going That's I'm corny. going with tradition. That's corny to go with tradition. You should go with the other. Go with your first mind. What's your first mind tell you? First no, I'm, 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 
first line. Go with that. But then, but this song it would not be. This song would not be number one. No. Who are you, who you trying to impress? Not, that, who are you trying to impress? It's a good. It's a great song. Uh, Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it, man. It's important to me, man. Uh, number one's a mean shit. Number one, it's about tradition. Okay, it's about understanding that people where you live and where you come from, they got a certain style, and they still rock it to this day. And that song would be Stevie B. Spring Love. I can't argue this. You're not arguing listen, this. I'm back flipping listen. off the yacht, guys. Give me a life preserver. Yo, man. I got a, I got a, I love this song. I got a paddle back. Yo, man. Spring love, uh, come back to all, me. All the Guido shit that. <laughs> no, man. I can't. All the Guido y'all. shit that Zilla rocked is the <laughs> only shit I could get down with. I can't. I'm, Yo, man. This, this song right here, man. This, this is two door Pontiac with, 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 with the, with, with the, the tin window with, with the, the T bird on the front. You, you only spent a hundred dollars. the Fieros? Pontiac the, Fiero? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The, the Grand Prix, the Grand Prix two door Burgundy. Oh, it was the with, Fiero with, where I with, grew up. With the fucking tapes, with the tape player. It was the two and then point two Pontiac Charger on Thirteenth and Passion. Low on the ground where I grew up. Yeah, you get the freestyle tape. Uh you get the freestyle tape. You you will bump this on the one side of the tape. You get you get all the, you you basically just buy the best of Stevie B tape. It was gray with him on the cover. Where is this guy it's from? It's all you needed. That that where was your go to summer tape. Where was Stevie B? Stevie B. Yeah. He's Hispanic. He's, I think he's from New York or Miami or some shit. And he made he all had of this song pop had, uh, trash. I want to be the one you're missing in love. <laughs> that shit. Pop power ballad. crazy. Fuck. So why didn't you just fuck nah, with a DeBarge? It wasn't pop. It was like, like the, freestyle. But it's DeBarge. Shit is like DeBarge. Nah, bro. We didn't fuck with no DeBarge. Nah, shit ain't DeBarge. All right. Nah, bro. This is way better than DeBarge. It's not nah, bad. Because this freestyle music was ill. Freestyle music was ill because freestyle was like, what if every song was Planet Rock? But someone's singing. That's freestyle music. Like, what if we just took Planet Rock and someone sang on those fucking drums and hi hats? Wouldn't that be dope? And the answer is yes. That would be fucking dope. So you got them, you got TKA, you got Lil Susie. That was my other one. Was gonna be What Lil about Susie. Lisa Lisa Cult Jam? Where does that fit? Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam. Um, I, I am shaking I was, my I, head. I was gonna slide in I, a little Susie. I am shaking my head. I was gonna what uh what fucking what she says. Take me, take me in your arms. Never let me get that. Was, that might have snatched the spot, but I was like, yo, Stevie B deserves so I much respect. I hope the respect, listeners man. can see my and face right now. He is a god. I hope y'all can see my face. He is a god. This is some real white boy shit. I know. I'm listening. This is white shit, man. I'm, you ain't up on this, I'm man. not up on it. I'm totally down. This is heavy white boy shit. This this this, is, this this ain't. I'm sorry. This ain't freeways. This this isn't freeways eighth most fucking this, successful. This is segment. like this is making this is me Stevie think B, of an alien in in a bucket seat on a bike riding over the top of police cars. I just I don't know why this is just making me think like like you're trying to escape. Like, no, what man. is going on? You going to the this quarry? This shit was like mid '80s gateway to hip hop for white people. <laughs> you're going to the quarry yes. to, to yes. fight the it monster. You're going to the quarry. You're riding your bikes. Yes. Oh man. 
Okay, y'all. You know what I mean? Uh, y'all got it. Y'all got no, it, bro. Get your Cavaricis. You're fucking chilling. Chopping <laughs> a chest king in the mall. Cavaricis. Yeah, bro, you need this. Oh, you got to wear white. Wait. You're wearing something white. You, you might be wearing mean? white jeans. Is there one person in the crew shirt, that wears the cross-colored shorts? The big, you know, the purple or the white? No? No, not for not this crew. Okay. Not this crew. Right. No, just, they don't no, have the cross the, colors. The, 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 I, the IOU sweatshirt was a gateway into cross colors. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to True. connect dots here, y'all. IOU I'm trying joints. to connect dots. All right. <laughs> Stevie B. Yo, and the iron. So it's called Spring Love, which is the illest, even though it should have been called Summer Love. <laughs> but it's just about, you know, the girl you just you hook up with in the summer, and the summer's over, and you go your separate ways. I've done that. You know what I mean? But you're I, always no, aching for her. I'm you're not. always aching for what her. Because you didn't have no. You didn't have no Tinder back then. You didn't have Facebook. You never. You'd be like, "Damn, I was the girl you never see from summer camp ever again." I have, I have one. I have one unrequited summer the camp. The crazy love. shit is, she went to a school like two towns over, but you didn't have. A oh, you're never gonna see this girl. Y'all. You couldn't get there. Shit, the crazy she one was six miles away. The crazy one was from some, some broad you see at summer camp, <laughs> and she's just in another borough. But you ain't going out there. You're not going up to 181st. So I'll see you later. It was nice knowing you. Yo, is it? Is it? Is it worse? Is it worse back then? To hook up with a girl or see a girl and literally never being able to see her again. Or today, where you can hook up with her and then you're forced to look at her forever on, on your phone. I, I like the nostalgia. Fuck with I think there's a nostalgia one. Those are really sweet because you could make that up in your head to whatever it could be. It doesn't have to be real life. Yeah. And you could, you also had those, you had those conversations where you stretch the phone from the kitchen all the way to the living room because you had the long wire. Fall asleep on the phone, that type you know of I mean? dumb shit. All the way from the kitchen, all the way from the kitchen through the living room into your bedroom. Nah, man. When you see her get married and have four kids, the, the, the dream fades. That's all I'm saying. And then all of a sudden she starts saying like wild racist shit. You're like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. whoa. Pump the brakes. Pump your She's brakes. Like, you know, and here's the thing about the fucking Jews. See, these fucking See? Jews. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That, that just, you know, that so means you follow that person for that one day too long. Should have unfollowed them the day before. Yeah. Um, some people outlive there. And then, uh, yeah. it's, it's those posts. Those post high school reunion follows. Yes. Some are very brutal. Where you're awkward. like, oh. Ooh, you're one of those. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm backing out of the room now. Yeah. All right, what we got last? I thought being a broke rapper was bad, but no. <laughs> what, we, you're like, what we got last? All right, yeah, so I'm going with number shouts one. Shouts to Stevie B. Shouts to Stevie B, man. My number one, 93 till motherfucking infinity Woo! by Souls right now, of Mischief. It's just musical sunshine. That sam that sample that is like the most beautiful sample. The rhymes, 
the video, the way they get that sun glare. Well, in the first fucking, I was just impressed by, them, lines, by like the rock formation. JJ Abrams directing that shit. The rock formation they were sitting on. I was like, Ooh. where are they? You know what I'm saying? Where are they at? They're in infinity, and it's '93. Oh man, I could I couldn't get enough of the high mm. row. The high row again. These are like the West Coast groups that sound the East Coast enough for me to stand over them. And that's just what got me into OPO, A-plus, mm-hmm. all them boys. Like, I was just like, yo, they sound just like us a little bit, you know, with their Western proclivities and shit. And that's, that song. who produced this? Probably fucking, I'm trying to think. I was think A-plus? A+ A+ it? it was probably A-plus. Domino? Or, uh, Domingo. Yeah. Domino? It was Domino then. Was, domino. I think it was Domino. Yeah, it was probably Domino. Yeah, I mean, but this is this is a collective. This is This is what you strive to be with your rap friends. And um, everybody, to a man, was talented. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody. And then they brought in casual. All the way down. Come on, man. Like, whew, what, a, what a great I choice. Mean, Dell's first record was the one that made me want to rap. Oh. Well, which my brother George was here? I wish my brother George wow. was here. It's the one that turned me into rap. Wow. Yeah, you got into him through Ice Cube? Because wow. that's how I did. Yeah. I, got, I got into Dell right through Ice Cube. So, yeah, because yeah, DEL from 3838 Twin Oaks Way. Yep. Calling to say, fuck the radio. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and they're, they're cousins. Immediately on they're cousins. Right, yeah, they're cousins. It's great that they're cousins. Yep. Yep. That's, that's great. And like, I think close. And then cousins. he has A plus produced 93 till infinity. A plus. Gotcha. Yeah, the super close cut. Ice Cube appears at the end of that record. Talking. And he's like, um, he's talking about his his boy's like, yo, what's up with your cousin? He's like, I don't pay no attention to him. He's just one of them handkerchief hat wearing motherfuckers. <laughs> and then he drops into the little crumb snatchers and fucking kills it. it. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Handkerchief hat wearing motherfuckers. That's another tagline for us. I've, we got Helly Hansen. I have Hansen. that vinyl in my office we got at work. Helly Hansen and, um, no, what? Handkerchief hat wearing handkerchief motherfuckers. Hat wearing well, what's our first AAA? <laughs> Hot that's singles, Helly Hansen, handkerchief yo. hat wearing motherfuckers. Hot yo. singles, no, that, Helly that, Hansen, that's our description. and handkerchief hat wearing motherfuckers. Yo, someone, yo, man, someone's Twitter bio tomorrow needs to be handkerchief hat wearing motherfuckers. That's great. I'm changing my Twitter yeah, name right now yeah, right to now. handkerchief hat wearing motherfuckers. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's classic. That, yeah, that reminds me of the funniest like bio line I ever remember seeing. Was Larry David on MySpace? His fucking his his bio just said four eyed bald piece of shit. <laughs> Susie Green used to curse him out all the time. That was his MySpace. <laughs> four eyed bald piece of shit. Yeah, you know, he's the greatest. Well, Until there it is. Hat so that's our list. That was our list. Hat wearing motherfucker. We gave y'all thirty. Thirty motherfucker. Thirty heated. So real quick, real quick, real quick. Ninety-three to infinity. That, that's like the one time I'll allow someone to have the 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 year in the song title or hook. Oh, like a bunch. I always let that yeah. go. But I would bunch. never do that. I would never be like, "Yo, it's fucking uh, 2019, me. man. We're, we're still struggling." Excuse me. I have a song, uh, Winter '87. Excuse me. Thanks. That's different. Wow. You wrote, you wrote it in like 2010. You didn't write it in 87. That's my point. Okay. Yeah, you could do it. You could should, do it I, retroactively. Like, yes, you could do that. But you can't be like, yo, tw- winter 2019. You can't do that. I have, a, I have a new song coming out in 1990, Griff. Right, but it's retroactively okay. summoning. I'm going to get the rules These out. dudes were in 93 being like, this, we're going to chill this year until infinity. Yo, man. They said it too. Knowing like in 94, that song doesn't make any sense. Cairo Imperium. And they just made the best shit ever. Oh, man. 
All right, well, that's the only thing my I homie, uh, PJ Katz. My homie PJ. PJ Katz has an album called 92 Renault Music. Nice. That's pretty good. So should we read back our list? I have an album called 96 Mentality. I have an, I have an uh, album and called you're 96 talking Mentality. Draft. There you yeah, go. Yeah, 96 Mentality. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's read back our lists. Uh, you want, y'all go, y'all go one first. Five to one. Ten to one. Let's go ten let's just, to one. Let's, let's include the whole thing. Yeah, let's do ten and, to yeah, one. We're gonna have, we're gonna have playlists with all this in the in the link within the description. Right. And then uh, we got one more thing to announce at the end of this. So, uh, go ahead. Who wants to go first? Zilla. Go ahead. Can I go sure. first? No, my, my <laughs> list is my list is the greatest. I'm not going first. Uh, I'll go first. Right, I'll go first. I'll go first. Fuck. Damn it. All right, my number ten was Seba Capstead with R F R E, which which stands for um, Roam Free Rest Easy. My number nine was Ronnie Forster, Mr. Brew. I'm reading the reverse. Sorry. My number eight was Wheels of Steel by Outkast. My number seven was How Nice I Am by World Renowned. My number six was Just Another Case by Crew. My number five was a slash pick. Beautiful Skin and They Don't Dance No More by Goody Ma. My number four was The New Woo by Raekwon. My number three was Place of Birth by Planet Asia. My number two was Jay-Z, It's All Right. And my number one was the song All Right by Freeway. All right. Pretty nuts. So, All right, my, here's my list. Right. Number 10 was Jose Luis Gotcha, General Emmanuel, N-O-R-E, Nori, nothing. Number nine was 112 featuring Biggie and Mace, Only You Remix. Number eight, Watch the Throne, N-Bombs in Paris. Uh, number seven was K7. I should have this one way higher. K7, Move It Like This. Number six was Maya and Jay-Z, Best of Me Remix. Number five, Justin Timberlake, Like I Love You. Number four, Aaliyah, Try Again. Number three was Snap, Rhythm is a Dancer. Number two, Busta, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See. And number one, Stevie B, Spring Love, Come Back to Me. There you go, boom. All right, my uh, my ten are in the summertime by Mungo Jerry, Rainbow Jerry, Jump Around Pete Rock remix, <laughs> the Jump Around Pete Rock remix, <laughs> my House of Pain featuring Pete Rock. Number eight was Bobby Hutcherson. Till then, number seven, The Art of Storytelling Part One by Outkast. Number six, Shimmy Shimmy Ya by the ODB. Number five, That Thing by Lauryn Hill. Number four, Waiting on a Friend by the Rolling Stones. Number three, The Anything Remix by SWV featuring the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, number two, Dwick featuring Gangstar. I mean, by Gangstar featuring Nice and Smooth. And number one, 93 Till Infinity. By who? So there's the lists. The Hieroglyphics. Oh, sorry. By souls of motherfucking mischief and then uh yeah oh wait you wait wait listen though you could link you could link to them and play them i have two honorable mentions yes because there's a quick story that goes with them 
So I used to go to this oh summer camp God, no. with my brother, and um, it was a day camp. So we would be at my, we would stay at my grandmother's house over the summers. My brother lived in Texas, and I lived in New York. So we would meet up, and um, he was much younger than me, but I would take, I would, you know, watch him. We'd go on these trips, and they they would take these bus trips. And if anybody remembers, Alaska does. Zilla might used to um go with your Walkman, and you had a tape case that you carried and had all your tapes in there. And um, I had like a case of yeah, like of 20 and mm-hmm. shit like that, right? But you also kept breaking your Walkman. So you had a Walkman without a rewind button. So it only had fast forward and play and stop or on it. Or the door. And you had to flip it over. Yes, with the door. Mm-hmm. So I would bring all of these yep. tapes. Maybe I had a 15 case. It wasn't too big because I had to keep it in my bag, right? I would bring all these tapes and line it up. We're going to go somewhere on some trip. It takes 45 minutes on some yellow bus. And no matter what, I would always play. Bell Biv DeVoe's Poison, flip the tape, rewind. Bell Biv DeVoe's Poison, flip the tape, rewind. And play it over and over and over again. I played that about 20 times in a row. Then I would play... What's the greatest R&B song of all time? Then I would play Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses 30 times in a row. And I actually had <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle, Guns N' Roses on my list as one of my summer jams. But then I just moved it to the honorable mention. Because it was literally <laughs> oh one summer I went ham. Welcome to the Jungle! We got so I would just sing it, and I was the only black kid singing it. Nobody wow. knew what I was doing. Wow. Yeah. You know, until I learned that, you know, Axel hates black people. So then I kind of put it in honorable mention. But yeah. That's, that's fine. Those are my joints. Honorable mention. Not bad. Fair enough. All right. All right. So, as I mentioned earlier, we got a little surprise for y'all. Do we now? Call Out Culture Podcast has made our own summer jam. It is. Download link to the bio. We're going to play it for you at the end of this. And I hope you enjoy it. Have yourselves a summer, everyone. Peace. Peace. Later. Back from the bodega, hoagie with an ice bear. Sitting on my stoop with a bogey in my right ear. Put up Buju Bansa and a bogey for a light year. Glory as we coalesce, summertime the night. Hey, yo, light beers, ice buckets, party balls, lemonade. Team Renee, we used to date 11th grade. She cut me off. Mustache was weak as Oregon State and Pac 10. If I ruled the world, rule my world back. We live on the stoop, get high on the stoop Spent the whole damn summertime on the stoop Fell in love on the stoop, learned to groove on the stoop Used to grow up too much, couldn't move off the stoop Caught a fade on the stoop, did braids on the stoop Special ed once got it made on the stoop Called down on the stoop, no doubt on the stoop Where the dozen sits, culture rock crowds from the stoop me and my viceroy soaking up the avenue Sunscreen, my skin is too pale, I'm like Babadoo Maybe like the big ragoo, kicking with Laverne and Shirley No shirt under my jersey, looking like Bobby Hurley Toby Bailey swimming in my oversized jersey 98 cents, 24 ounces Slurpee Ball shorts, ball court, summertime madness Water, ice cups, pretzel rods, automatic we live on the stoop, get high on the stoop 
spent the whole damn summertime on the suit. Fell in love on the suit, learned to groove on the suit. Used to grub too much, couldn't move off the suit. Caught a maid on the suit, did braids on the suit. Special ed once got it made on the suit. Called out on the suit, no doubt on the suit. Where the dozen sits, culture rock crowd from the suit. Come on. Summer. 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 Summer.